So this week, I wanted to talk about incels and the widespread issue of toxic masculinity. And when I say want to talk about, that's actually not quite true. I don't want to talk about these things. I just feel that I have to because this is a huge fucking problem. I wish it wasn't. Um, Violent misogyny is nothing new, but this shit has been on the rise recently. The internet has made it very easy for like to find like. It's a safe space for men to exchange their depraved ideologies, their wretched fantasies, and they do more than just talk. Recently, a man who identified himself as an incel drove his van down a crowded street in Toronto, deliberately hitting people. He killed 10 and injured more. It was horrific. And of course, Jordan Peterson, MRA poster boy and vigilant crusader for the unsucked dick, has leapt to his defense. Recently, the New York Times ran a profile of Peterson um, that, of course, was far more neutral than it should be because it's the New York Times. And he offered um, some commentary on this attack. It's a quote that's been getting reposted a lot on the Internet. I will quote it here. Um, I kind of want to do the Kermit voice. I'm not going to try. So Peterson says, he was angry at God because women were rejecting him. The cure for that is enforced monogamy. That's actually why monogamy emerges. Now, he has since sort of tried to clarify his position on this, and of course it makes no sense either. Um, Not only is he the sort of person who supports his dreck with little more evidence than his own opinion or a super-duper scientific lobster analogy, he's not even particularly skilled at expressing himself. His theories, his rhetoric, even his individual sentences fall apart under the most basic scrutiny. Um, But fortunately for him, and unfortunately for the rest of us, he has a very large fan base of recalcitrant morons, and there's not a lot of scrutiny happening there, not a lot of intellect at all. So with with statements like this, um, the statement he made in the New York Times, and statements that other men like him make, they reveal a very fundamental ignorance of how romantic relationships work. They view them as entirely transactional. It's very capitalistic. In their eyes, women are just after money, they're after status, they're after looks, and men are just interested in sex. And so to them, the men who possess these things that women want, these very narrow, dated definitions of what women want, they get sex. The men who don't have these things don't get sex, and it puts them at a distinct and unfair disadvantage, one that must be rectified by enforced monogamy and what they call sex redistribution. It's pretty self-explanatory. I'm not going to explain it. And despite their infamously low self-esteem, they apparently see no irony in their own expectations of women, namely that they be beautiful, subservient, and selectively sexually submissive. They also fetishize youth, so I'm not quite sure what happens to that mandatory monogamy as their slave wives age. Uh, This is a group of men entirely lacking in any sort of self-awareness or redeemable qualities. But what can you really expect from people who extol the virtues of old-fashioned masculinity but require Orwellian legal intervention to get laid? I mean, come on. Uh, There have been lots of articles lately covering the incel movement, documenting their unwarranted, monstrous sense of entitlement and misguided self-loathing. These are men who should hate themselves for their personalities, not their looks. And so frequently these stories have this weird, sympathetic tone uh, with a lot of space devoted to just wondering why incels are just so sad. And personally, I am uninterested in the motivations for their corrosive hatred. I don't care to humanize the people who would dehumanize me. I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to point out that women are not repositories for men's rage and cum, but apparently I have to say that too. And this this is a problem that extends beyond the extremists and into the general population. Toxic masculinity is a huge part of American culture. It is insidious and poisonous. 
And just because you're a leftist doesn't mean you're immune. Being a good comrade means being a good ally, and the two are not necessarily synonymous, not without deliberate action. It means doing more than just the bare minimum and then expecting some sort of immediate sexual reward, like a lab rat getting cheese at the end of a maze. That isn't worth shit. I mean, that's, that's pretty basic stuff, but it's a lot of men say the right things and then follow up with hypocrisy. If you truly believe in equality, if you really want to practice what you preach, you should start by closely examining your interactions with the women you encounter. For example, when you see an attractive stranger, someone who for some reason you feel compelled to look at, do you pay attention to if she's actually sending out signals that she's interested, or do you just stare at her with your constant unwavering male gaze? Don't do that. It is seriously so creepy and intrusive and about as welcome as a penis in the eye. Um, In any sort of gathering, professional or social, do you notice if any of the women in the group are being mistreated? And if you do notice that, are you willing to do anything about it? Um, So many men lay low in these sort of situations, presumably so as not to appear weak, but nothing makes you more of a pussy than hanging back when the stakes are so low for you. In your relationships, are you really treating your partner with respect? Gaslighting, dismissing their emotions as illogical and unworthy of consideration, accusing them of being manipulative when they cry. These are things that nice guys do, but kind guys shouldn't. They're incredibly demeaning and make it pretty clear that you don't view them as a true equal. I mean, all of this is to say that toxic masculinity can be so subtle. Fighting it isn't so much a matter of being a good person, whatever that may mean to you, as it is about seeing the power imbalances that are invisible to the people they help and hyper-visible to the people they hurt. It requires a good deal of conscientious thought, especially at first. If some men find these basic human decencies unreasonable or difficult, it only speaks to their lack of character and strength. If some men think that they don't need to self-critique, that they are already good feminists, well, they probably aren't. Unless they're accompanied by deliberate, meaningful actions, good intentions are worth nothing.